Let that music roll. We're back, baby. Monday after a big weekend. And oh, what's that? Oh, the shades are back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back. That's right. The shades are back. I even got a new pair of shades for the occasion because it feels so good to be <laughs> off the schneid. The, the cold streak is over. Gone. Hashtag fade RK. It's put away. The hashtag Gone. has been burned mm-hmm. because your boy has returned. I'm back on top. Not not really, but I was on top this weekend. Mm-hmm. A little eight and six on the weekend. Boom. You know what? That is that means you won money. You know, yeah. seven and six. Sure you could be a little, uh, you know, depending on the juice on some of your bets. You never know. But eight and six, that's a profitable weekend. That's right. So a huge thank you to everyone who faded me. You oh, yeah. have a part in this. Mm-hmm. You did your job. You faded me. Mm-hmm. You got rid of all the bad juju. Mm-hmm. Some of you profited off of it. Um, mm-hmm. And the last fade picks I gave out were two and two. So you didn't even mm-hmm. you didn't it didn't hurt that. You know, like even if you faded me, then you're OK still. So, anyways, you never gave me that zero and four night that I needed to really make money on the parlays. That's how I was I didn't have any offers. I um, know it sucks. Yeah, I didn't I'm, hit any of the parlays. It doesn't suck for line. me. It's, <laughs> I can't handle a, a too many, too many zero first. Yeah. Um, but I came back. So, uh, part of the way that I had to end my pain was I had to be a little secretive about my picks. I couldn't give all out here. So where I really came back was I followed you on most of the UFC picks, and Mm -hmm. that helped me. I put them down. I was right next to you. I said, here are my official picks. That's how you make them count for the show when you don't announce them on the show. And uh, we did well. We did well. The only thing that, you know, uh, really hurt us was that our guy Blades couldn't get it done in the first rounds. But that's okay. Uh, we had a, 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 the the fight before it. Emmett, Josh Emmett. I mean, wow, what a freaking fight that was! That was absolute insanity. Um, I, I haven't seen that it's come out yet. Um, it's very possible that Josh Emmett busted his ACL in that lead leg, on that lead knee in the first two rounds. Um, and he was hobbled most of that fight. It was crazy. And yet he's still like you would see him get kicked, kind of hobbled back and then come right back with another overhand. Um, that guy was incredible. Shane Burgess uh, going against him was almost just as incredible. I had that fight going under two and a half rounds and was absolutely going crazy at the bar at like 235 in the third when Emmett knocked um, him down, but then wasn't able to close it out, that did go to a decision. That was just an incredible co-main event. Um, so that the prop didn't hit, but the money line did for uh, one of the bigger underdogs to win on the night. Um, and that was kind of the story of the night for me is the money lines I absolutely killed, except for Roosevelt Roberts. Um, so I, I went five and one. Uh, but then all those props I had, this smaller cage, the more knockouts and all that just didn't come through for me. So a bit of a bummer. I, I almost ended up fading myself. So that five and five in the UFC, but five and one on the, the money line picks. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 
that's why you gotta you know stick to what you're good at yeah, you know you yeah. just pick the fighters that's basically what i did i didn't the only prop i took was blades in the first two rounds um i i really stuck with the fighters and then you know the good thing is you miss that roosevelt roberts pick but you get the fight night protection from DraftKings, so you get it right back uh with a free bet which is always great uh so that is is great um that was the fight maybe the fight of our time covering ufc yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's going to be in contention for fight of the year and really short of um, maybe the greatest fight in UFC history, uh, this uh, female bout for the championship. And it's uh, Polish against the Chinese. I'm really bad at pronouncing both their names. This would be the fight of the year if it wasn't for that fight already going down this season. So, um, yeah, it was just an incredible, incredible bout from two absolute warriors, two guys I can't wait to watch again real soon. Yeah, Emmett might be my new favorite fighter. Yeah, he's up uh, there, man. He's I, up there. I mean, he's a home run hitter. I absolutely love it. Uh, and, and Brandon Spano, he was watching with us at the mm -hmm. DNVR bar. Shout out to everyone who came down to the DNVR bar. Yeah, I mean, great. I really needed that. The the energy of yes. a bar cheering yes. things on, I needed it. Uh, but Brandon, you know, being the, the boxing enthusiast, was not loving the fact that Emmett wasn't landing all these punches. <laughs> right. You know, right. one thing I, I realized, though, in that fight is – you can do damage in UFC without direct hits. You know, yeah. smashing a dude's hands into his face <laughs> still was, you know, he, he was cut. He was bleeding. His lip was bleeding because he got punched. You know, his hand, his own hand got hit into his own mouth. Right. So, uh, great fight there. And then our guy Blades puts out a dominant performance. Yeah for a couple rounds mm -hmm. but not in the dominating way that people love to see yeah it it wasn't the most entertaining fight in the world i won't even be a homer there it, it really dragged on for the last two rounds yes um but he gets the win he gets the win not in the fashion that we thought in fact not the fashion that anyone thought going the distance was plus 450 in that fight and uh that, you know we wish we would have had that one but mm -hmm. uh Still a great fight for Blades. Great. I mean, to do what he did to Volkov, and this was such an interesting matchup. I probably didn't hammer this point home enough in our preview. This was a matchup of the heavyweight fighter with the most takedowns uh, per, per round in Blades against the best uh, takedown defense in the entire heavyweight division in Volkov. And yet Blades just went ham. 24 takedown attempts. I think he got 14, 14. which is absolutely all-time record in a heavyweight mm -hmm. fight. And so he dominates round one. I think significant strikes was something like 42 to three uh, because he just, he made Volkov. He, he said what he would, he did what he said he would do. Just ragdolled Volkov, tossed him to the ground, controlled him, just was never in danger. The second round seems to set up so perfectly because then Blades knows Volkov's really scared that he's going to take him down. Blades just starts, you know, flashing his uh, his fist and his ability to, to strike with a guy like Volkov. And then as soon as Volkov started to get hit, took him down again, and it was like, oh, this is going to be easy money. And that strategy just wasn't as effective. I think Blades got tired. I think Blades didn't expect Volkov to be as strong in his lower body to still handle and, you know, defend eight of those takedown attempts. And then man, by the end of the fourth, as I was getting distracted, you told me, Oh boy, what's going on here? Like we're in yeah. trouble. 
he got stunned by a knee or a punch. I've rewatched it. I can't even quite find the strike that that did blades in, but the end of the fourth was kind of a sweated out. And then the fifth was a tough one to watch. Yeah. And you know, blades admitted it after the fight. He just wasn't in good enough condition. Yeah. And it, you know, it takes a, it. it, it I, I was proud of him for admitting that because it was clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he didn't expect that fight to go past past three rounds. He was not prepared for it. And yep. as soon as it did, he was fighting a battle against himself. Yeah. Not against Volkov, mm-hmm. but against his own conditioning. And it, it was really tough to watch. Yeah. Almost as tough to watch as his interview after the fight where he was still, I mean, looking like someone who got off the couch and tried to run a marathon without training for it. Yeah, that interview after the fight was tough, man. Real tough. But he gets the win. Huge win. Uh, 2-0 and as a DNVR fighter. 4-0 That's in his right. last four. Yep. Um, so we'll see what happens, what's next for him. Uh, certainly didn't do himself any favors with Dana White, who went after him after the uh, the yeah. fight, which was kind of uncalled for, in my opinion. But hey, yeah. Dana White's going to Dana White. What can you do? That's exactly um, yep. What else did we... Oh, and here we go. Here's the view from the DNVR bar. Uh, counting as... it down. <laughs> There we go. That's that energy I was talking about. I hadn't hadn't felt that in a while. I had not felt that in a while. I'm taking a big sigh at the end of that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was... It would have been more fun to count down like a submission attempt. I know. That would have been really nice. Yeah. Man. Uh, anyways, it was a great time. Yeah. Again, thanks to everyone who came down. Okay. Totally. Other things on the weekend. So we did well in UFC. Yep. Uh, I go 1-0 and in the EPL uh, with my Wolves. Just... You saved me. Yeah, there you go. I had uh, Wolves plus 115 and... I was telling you all about my guy, Adama Traore. Adama Traore. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't start. And so thankfully, I didn't take that first goal prop, right. although they didn't score while he wasn't in the game. And you're seeing this as a little bit of a trend right now in the Premier League. Teams are letting some of these fast twitch um, players mm-hmm. ease their way in. Aguero doesn't start for yeah. his team. Yeah. Traore yeah. doesn't start for his team. I think there was an Arsenal guy who didn't start as well. Mm-hmm. And I think they're easing them in, you know, give them 20 minute bursts at a time, at a time mm-hmm. to uh, to try and, you know, make sure these guys don't pull any of those fast twitch muscles or, you know, a hammy or whatever. So anyways, 0-0, 67th minute, I think, is when mm-hmm. Traore comes in and instant impact. I mean, you've got this guy. Yeah. He looks like a linebacker, runs like That's a incredible. like Philip Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just you know, maybe five minutes into his stint goes, you know, does the little hezzy and then burns by his man, lays in a perfect cross to the guy who I said would be the other guy to score the first goal, Raul Jimenez. Just perfect, you know, as easy of a header as you'll ever have, puts it in the back. Then minutes later, Traore again just cuts through the defense, lays it off, and then they have another goal, which definitely goal of the weekend. Right. Probably top three goals of the year. Uh, just a left-footed volley, upper Insane. 90, right corner. Yeah. I mean, just everything you could ever dream of in a goal. So my Wolves 2-0 over West Ham. Uh, and if our guys from Broncos Europe are listening, take that. 
Booyah. Yeah, the coordination and balance to strike that at full speed at lefty and put it top corner was just amazing. Thank God for that, though, because the EPL devastated me. It's uh, We got sucked into these props, and the props killed me. Uh, at Leicester City with the... With the money line, they go up miraculously at the 90th minute only to get tied up at the 93rd. So there went that. My my props for that game down the drain. Arsenal does the same thing to me. They go up one zip only to get uh, not only tied up, but then beat um, in the final 15 minutes. Thank God I went back to the well with the Bundesliga and took Dortmund at a plus 200 of course, our guy Holland was huge in that, so big win there. And then I texted you because I was uh, I was down uh, a couple units on the weekend, and I said, "Hey, I'm I'm seeing this great value bet on Real Madrid. It just gone down, be lower than ne- minus one forty. It was like at in the high one thirties. I said, I'll take that. A bit of a controversial win. I watched that. Um, the good people at Xfinity." Uh, have made it impossible for me to watch Liga games. So it was a little tough streaming this on the computer. But, uh, you know, there was an, an old goal for Real Sociedad and then a dubious goal given to Real Madrid. But when you take front-running teams like Real Madrid, you expect the refs to, to do right by you as well. So there yeah, was like that win. on the Lakers or something. Exactly. It's built into my wager is that I'm getting uh, some, some advantages from the refs because the team I just bet on is horrendous. Um, and then, yeah. Web Web Simpson USA all the way to bring me to 500. That was huge. Yeah. So we gave out that prop, which was, I mean, just another assist from DraftKings. I'm telling you, if you're not in on DraftKings, oh, get in just to take these types of props. Like, you know, if you're saying I'm not big on betting, that's fine. Just come take the props. Yes. Come take these, uh, you know, these promotions that they give out, yeah. and, and then yeah, maybe you'll find a couple other things you like in there as well. All I know is. Every time we've taken one of these, it's come through for us. Oh, um, it saves my weekend. It doesn't just come through. It legitimately saves my weekend and allows me to, to live another day. And then that's where the one place where I struggled was it's because I made these picks during the cold streak, even though they didn't bear themselves out until Sunday afternoon. They were doomed the second I said them on the show when I was when, mm-hmm. when we were in fade RK territory. Mm-hmm. I go one in three on my tops. Tony Finau, again, mm. falls one stroke outside of where I need him to be. And like I, I want to hate him for this, but he's my favorite golfer, so I can He's can't. your guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> um, so last week I had him top 20. He finishes T23. This week I have him top 30. He finishes T34. Um, thank God for Justin Thomas, who yeah. fires a 72 on the first day. Yep. And... You know, might as well be out of it. <laughs> Done, yeah. Fights back on day two to make the cut with a 66. On Saturday, shoots 66 again. And then on Sunday, shoots 62. Yeah. He nine was under. Fire. Shoots yeah. a nine under 62 on Sunday um, to finish in the top 10. We had him in the top 20. He saves the, in, the, entire, uh, the entire weekend for me yeah. on golf bets. So uh, I hate to do this because... I think picking these top 20, top 30, top 40s is fun. Yeah. I think I'm going to retire from that. I think I'm going to go just mm. to the matchups. The matchups have done me well. I'm a little over 500 altogether on those. So I think I'm a matchups guy now. 
Matchups are nice. Yeah, I've learned some valuable lessons on props this weekend as well. I will continue to take all of the free bets that they throw at me and put them on golfers because oh, that's fun. <laughs> that I like. Yeah, I did spend my Sunday put it, sprinkling a bit. You know, I got an odds boost, so I put that on mm-hmm. Justin Thomas. That was um, the uh, Father's Day odds boost, the 50% that's one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty nice. Um, he was at the 16th hole. So he was already like tied for the lead. I don't know. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this because I, you know, I was trying to enjoy my father's. They didn't want to bother you. Um, But so during the weather delay, I could do live bets on the golf. Mm -hmm. So I figured, okay, Justin Thomas, he's got two more holes to go, but he's already tied for the lead. That seems like a safe-ish bet. So I placed some money on that, you know, and and put the odds boost. And then Brooks Kepka was like at the ninth hole and I liked the way he was looking. So I, I went in on him as well. And for a second, I thought maybe that Brooks Kepka was a good bet. How should I have played this with the weather delay? So I like your thought process. The only thing is I just knew when Justin made his run, it was just going to be not enough because we clearly saw as he's right. shooting nine under that there are birdies out there to be had. And so I, I just had a feeling and Webb Simpson, I believe started the day at 15 under. Mm-hmm. I said, there's just no way this whole pack of leaders right. is only going to go two under on the day. So uh, while I wanted Justin to win really bad, I just, I didn't feel great about it because of that. Um, I think Kepka was a good play though, because yeah. he was playing really well. Um, it's it's never fun to take the leader, you know, in these no, things. Even right. though it is plus three fifty or whatever, you know, right. usually it's just not fun. Um, so I think you did right. The one that I wouldn't have advised was Thomas. He was going to have to get, you know, the only thing that could have that could have done in your favor is if the weather really kept up. Yes, and they had to play in driving rain and wind, right. um, and no lightning then that would have been in your favor because all of a sudden the, the entire course would have changed. And that's what I was honestly crossing my fingers for uh, when Justin was right. making that run. But yeah, you know, once the weather cleared up and they were able to finish in somewhat normal conditions, you knew it was going to hit 20. Right. And I should have thought had the weather been that bad, they just were going to delay that till tomorrow. Till tomorrow. Yeah. Or today. So yeah, it, really, that... it felt like, okay, it's a safe pick to kind of use this odd boost on, but right. In retrospect, it was like, Way too conservative. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I believe that covers the weekend for us. Yeah. So now I want to talk to you about something that is going on right now. A better on DraftKings on Twitter. He's at Shay Coran. Wait, as you as you tease this, let's do our read first. Okay. I was going to get to that, but you know oh, what? Okay, okay. You're the I'm responsible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, the, the, you're you're the dad, as your shirt oh, says. Right. You need one that says R- hashtag RK dad. Uh, let's get to it. All right. So shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, right now, when you use the code DNVR for a limited time, you can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Yes. Sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Enter the code DNVR when you sign up. Let them know you're part of the DNVR family. That always helps us out. And you'll get your $1,000 sign-up bonus only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Colorado only. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit requires a 25x playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. 
Uh, Andre. Yes. Over the weekend, yes. DraftKings Sportsbook user Shay Koran mm. made a bet. He put $1,000 down on oh, a okay. parlay of Webb Simpson to win the golf tournament uh-huh. and Chase Elliott to win tonight's NASCAR race. I believe Chase Elliott is a NASCAR driver. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, I'm like, he can only be a NASCAR driver or a golfer. And I know the golf is already over. He's got to be <laughs> right. a NASCAR driver. Right. Okay. This wager of $1,000, which clearly this guy has <laughs> some money to throw yeah. around, uh, would pay out $311,000. Mm. Over half a million dollars if he's able to hit the second leg of this parlay. Over a quarter million, yeah. That's yeah. Sorry, sorry. Over a quarter million. If he's able to hit the second leg of this parlay, DraftKings, as yeah. you've seen with prop bets or bets that have a high chance of succeeding, will offer you a buyout. They are offering him twenty thousand five hundred dollars to get out of this bet. So for them, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. They're taking out, you know, $290,000 of risk. Yes. (laughs) I got to say, well, let me, I'll start with you. You're you're in Shea Karan's shoes. What are you doing? (laughs) I mean, if part one of my parlay hits, I am not backing out. Also, I'm trying to go back and think more or less what would he have got Webb Simpson. Like, cause he probably, probably wouldn't like forty five hundred before the tournament began. Right. So he would have done better than the twenty grand had he just put a thousand dollars on on websites. web. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And then Which Chase is Elliott. Bummer who, oh, okay. This this is this throws a little bit mm-hmm. of a rent. Chase Elliott is the favorite. Yes. Plus eight hundred. No, being a favorite, and it's kind of like being a favorite in golf, right? It's right, right. It's still eight to one. Yeah, we're gonna no, have to not... sweat out four hundred laps, and it's gonna okay. get tricky. So you're t- you're letting it ride. You want a quarter million plus? <sighs> I do. I I've gotten this far. I'm not gonna back out after phase one of my two part parlay hits. So this isn't like you know that you see some somebody parlays all sixteen NFL games right. and they've got fifteen out of sixteen and all they need is right. Monday Night Football and you can just hedge against yourself. Well, yeah, there's no hedge true. available here really in a NASCAR yeah. race unless you want to sprinkle the entire field and what <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know. It's how not. You do that. It's not advisable. Right, Andre. You say take the money and run. I'm taking $20,000 <laughs> in a heartbeat. Now, it's a good win. This is different, though, because I would never bet $1,000 on a just an absolute Hail Mary parlay. Yeah. So I know that this Shea fella has tons of money. Yes. And that's why he has already said he's not taking the buyout. Good for him. Um, Because if you're throwing $1,000 on a... 300 to one parlay right i just know that you're you know this guy's a millionaire at least yeah <laughs> right right so that that 20 grand so is 20 really grand doesn't it. mean anything to him but to me well 20 sorry. grand means a whole hell of a lot yeah. <laughs> so i'm i i'm taking it and of course you're you're gonna lose 
a month of sleep if you take that deal oh. and you lose two hundred and ninety thousand yeah, uh, dollars that you could have had. But you're gonna feel really good the second that you hit that cash out button, mm. and you are not going to have to sweat out four hundred laps. And honestly, now you get to root for the entire field against Chase Elliott. <laughs> Oh, man, see, I think you'd have instant regret once you hit that cash out instant. And I think like you, you've built your whole day. You're looking forward to this NASCAR race and then you cash out and it's like, man, what now? What now? Yeah. I was I had half a leg in. Uh, now, uh, had they offered a cash out that was right around what I would have won had I just bet a thousand dollars on Web Simpsons straight up? Say, like, give me a cash out of 50 grand. Yeah, I, I take that. Yeah, I, I, I probably that's do. the number fifty to one is. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they lowballed him in that forty-five to fifty to one range. Well, sure, they're trying to see do you have buyer's remorse. Well, I mean, can he How negotiate? Is your I mean, the, the, like when there's this much money on the line, does someone call you? Right, right, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like I'm, like I'm in know. for that conversation. I'll negotiate. I'm not just going to take the twenty and run. If if I'm if I can get someone on the phone, I'm working this up to a hundred thousand. That's right. Yep. Yep, and exactly. probably smart for DraftKings. Well, I don't know. I just don't know anything about NASCAR, so I really don't know I how know. likely. But I'm cheering for Chase Elliott. Here's the oh, official the statement from Shay Coran here. I don't care what anyone says. I'm riding this MFR to the end. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. We might have to contact him and have him on the show. This guy sounds incredible. Uh, he'll probably be on every betting show in the country it's tomorrow probably, if he hits it. But if he doesn't hit it, we might be able to get him on. Yeah. But, which would uh, be interesting. I want to hear the thought process. Although it doesn't seem like the, it was much of a thought to him. Might be one of the toughest uh, interviews of our careers, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Really ask the hard hitters, how did you pass up on 20K? What I'd like to, uh, and the bet is interesting because Webb Simpson was one of the favorites. I mean, it was either him or DeChambeau. So he just said, I'm taking the favorites and parlaying them in these two kind of more long shot sports. Oh, the, the race is on as we speak, apparently. And, oh, right. Uh, it was Elliot. starting so, 17th, but, you know, there's What was time. I just, just about to look up? Oh, right. We got to have – are you taking any KBO action tonight? Um. Oh, no, I guess I'm not. I'm retiring from the KBO. The KBO did me dirty in the last uh, – it was a push and a loss, and I'm just I'm just so over it right now. So, but we do have uh, early morning Premier League tomorrow morning. Yes, and what I'm realizing is the way it the Italian soccer league has set up. Every week they're going to have six six days a week they'll have games. Oh, genius! So, and I mean that's my bread and butter. So, um, I I'm going to try and focus on that. And I love that we have some early EPL, though I can't get a pick correct to save my life in that. So, well, why don't you let me pick first? Because I'm hot on the EPL right now. Beautiful. One and zero in my last one. Um, I am going to just ride with the favorites here. Um, I like. I think Leicester City had a big letdown yeah. uh, this last weekend with that tie. I believe they get it back together, and I think Tottenham played some good soccer against uh, Man U the other day. Mm -hmm. West Ham did not do so against my Wolves. I like mm -hmm. fading West Ham. That was fun for me um, because they really didn't look like a very good side. So give me Leicester, give me Tottenham, and let's go. 
Beautiful. I like it. Um, it's great. The EPL, it's actually, we don't talk about it enough. Great parity. So we're getting all these favorites. No one's really coming in at over minus 200. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're seeing and, that in all these soccer leagues, like Real Madrid coming in at under minus 140. It's beautiful. What's crazy is when you take a favorite in the Prem and you don't and you want the draw no bet, you have to give up so much value. Like it doesn't right. even qualify. Yep. Yep. Leicester draw no bet is minus 375. They're only oh. minus 148 to win straight up. Oh. So you're giving up. Yeah, your, not bad. I mean, no, it's terrible. 148 to win is great. I like it. But yeah, yeah. Minus 375 draw no bet is like. Oh, that's terrible. horrendous. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you, you do get really good value on underdogs to win or draw no bet. You know, you can get Brighton mm-hmm. here at plus 290 draw no bet. And if you think they're going to play, you know, a conservative game, well, then you're you're safe. <sighs> yeah. So I, I guess I hate Brighton so much for what they did to me um, in that Arsenal game that I will be betting against them and taking that Leicester line. All right. So are you going um, with me on both? God, they're both so tempting. So, yes, um, because I haven't learned my lesson. Genoa-Parma is a really intriguing game in the Serie A tomorrow. It'll be on at 145. Parma's been the much better team. They're on the road, but we know that doesn't matter. They're a plus 250, while Genoa's a plus 116. Wow. It, I'm almost concerned that there's a there's a mistake Something here. Something you don't know about. Right. Injury? <laughs> I don't think it's... I, I'm almost more convinced that DraftKings has made a, a clerical mistake here. So I'm, I'm going to take that. Um, and then we have Verona against Napoli. Napoli, the much bigger name. Verona has been extraordinary this season. Napoli, I don't think, is in full form just yet. I'm taking the tie here at plus 275. All right. Betting on ties. What a, there you what go. A- rush that's great i love betting on ties now if you want to bet on a tie now and up 3-0 against burnley and you yep. can get a plus seventy five thousand on the tie <laughs> i would advise against that yeah <laughs> all right well uh so there you go you've got uh all sorts of soccer action i'm just taking two games here give me leicester give me tottenham mm-hmm. and uh give me two wins Keep the keep it rolling. Come back yeah. with some more shades on tomorrow. Let's do it. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us on today's edition of DNVR Bets Daily. Appreciate you all for tuning in, and we will talk to you tomorrow.